Come on. Fuck it. Wow. This that this that one. I said tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds. Nigga, let me count this money. Tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds. Finna go invest this money. What time is it? Whew. Time to go get that bag. Ooh, these niggas thinking I'm a rap star. Tuh. Bitch, I'm a hustle like my dad. Oh shit, I need stock, cheese, checks, gold. Made a quarter million and my neck ain't froze. Seen a bigger picture and I hit my pose. Made it off yee facts. Whoa. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the No Good Podcast. We are joined by a man I'm very excited to interview today. Uh, the dude has received a bunch of cosigns, uh, and I'm sure yes. he knows it from Russ to E40 to Chance the Rapper to Charlemagne the God, and now us. And now us, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's getting the cosign from us, too. Uh, this is Bay Area Zone, La Russell. Listen, how you doing, man? How you doing? What's going I'm on? I'm Man, honored. I'm doing well. I'm grateful to be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so... For, I mean, for the people who may not be uh, as well versed in your music, tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell tell us where you know you started rapping from. I, I know you said that you started rapping from a young age with your sister and whatnot. So, what made you uh, decide to take your music career a little bit more seriously within the past couple of years? Um, man, I just love it. You know, I have a, a high level of passion. It's one of the things that kind of keep me happy and keep me driven, and I just love to create. You know, like I, I can't really see myself doing too much of anything else. So it was it was the thing I had to go towards. It, it made me the most motivated and inspired. That's amazing. Man. That's cool. Yeah. I respect that, man. Making so much music over the past year. I just have to ask you, like, what is the process for you, like making music? Like take us through like a day in the life. Um, I don't make music every day, but when I do make music, I make it in abundance. So I usually, you know, get with one of the homies or one of the homies that send me a pack of beats and I kind of sit there or they'll pull up and just play me a bunch of shit and we kind of just make it on the spot and whatever we end with or land on, that's usually what ends up on a project and we go from there. I don't have really, um, there's no, uh, magical process, you know, they play <laughs> yeah. a beat, I rap, the song's done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, actually, that that kind of goes to a question I wanted to ask you because it seems like from from like what I've seen on your Instagram, you perform anywhere, any place, like backyards. You you be in your garage performing as well, right? You had like uh, obviously events and venues as well because you've been doing your thing. But at the same time, like it's created this really authentic experience uh, to just see and, and be a part of. So. How the hell did that come about? Like, what, what, did, what, how did you start doing that? And what, what, where, where did that idea come from? Honestly, it started as like rehearsals, like the garage. I was just rehearsing with the homies and practicing, you know, <laughs> we, we like to rehearse so we could stay sharp. And um, eventually, you know, I, I own a platform called Good Company where we do live performance sessions. And, um, you know, I like to expand those. So every now and then we'll go to a park and shoot some shit just to get some really dope content. And, um, sure. yeah, I just be thinking of random shit, you know, jumping in the back of the truck or fucking skating, whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, we might as well. I just like to, I like to do cool shit, you know, like sometimes the, the game be boring. We don't often see like new, fresh content. So we just try to do new shit. But as far as the garage and the backyard, we just be chilling mm -hmm. and rehearsing and it became a thing. You know, the world start yeah. kind of wanting to come to the garage and to the back. Mm hmm. 
that's dope. That's good, man. That's good. Speaking of good company, uh, let our listeners know about like what it is and how we can support the movement. So good company is a uh, in in uh, creative collective. I've started with my homies, and we just kind of back and support really dope artists. You know, we didn't have any resource or anybody helping us or funding us early on, so we created it. We established it. We start making our own content and putting out our own music and marketing and just learning the game and the business. And really we're, we're just based on making dope music and dope content and, you know, throwing dope events. We're in the community and we do like brunches where people can come eat and pay whatever they want, but it's just the homies. We just be trying to do cool shit. That's amazing, man. Um, all right. Well, I, the, the question I have for you off that then is, so I, I saw, what was it, May or something like that? Uh, Russ had posted that obviously you were the first artist he signed to his label. Um, just wanted to confirm that from you first and foremost, and like how that process went about. You know, meeting him and kind of getting through the motion and whatnot. Like, what what was that process for you? Because I know I'm sure at this point you got a lot of people reaching out to you saying, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that." So definitely, yeah, man. Russ came in. Um really early and and he offered me a a partnership that was just very ideal and built around how I was already building my business. So very supplemental, you know, he really wanted to come in and help and add value instead of hinder me or, or, you know, own my shit and and stop my progress. So he was just very early to assist us in what we were doing. And um, it really helped, you know, he gave me some good startup capital to really move my company even further than where I was. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's great. He's a great guy, a great mentor and just a great homie to have a great person to be able to tap into when I'm questioning things or if I need answers or specifics, or even if I need a certain resource, you know? Yeah. That's, that's rare to find though. Like a guy that's willing to like, let you do your thing, but at the same time, and I feel like Russ makes a lot of sense for that because he's preached that for so long when it comes to his own music, right? Going up into right. doing it on your own. Was that a p- factor? Like, was that something that you considered when you, you decided to go that route? Was it like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm also trying to do something independently. Definitely. That was the uh, necessity. And uh, we never really had to, we didn't really have to cover it because he came from the same background. So he understood it versus with a major label where they don't come from a background of independence. So they don't mm-hmm. really know what you need. They just, you know, try to do their thing versus Russ. Like he knew exactly what I needed because he's been yeah. in this position before. Right. Yeah. Oh man. You've got like the signature laugh that I've like seen throughout your music. So like, is that something you've kind of like, always been working on or is it like always or you just always like a cheery person when it comes to making music? that's hilarious that i've been working i don't think i i mean it's just it's just my laugh <laughs> <laughs> you know some artists like force the ad-libs and that's stuff like that hilarious but <laughs> right that's funny no you know what's funny i had an ad-lib phase where i used to try to make like a signature ad-lib because you know chance the rapper had like that big moment and i was like oh shit yeah. maybe i need a signature but i never found one but um <laughs> i think the, no, the last is, is just bro. natural. Run with the last. <laughs> sure. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. See, it just, that's hilarious. It was like one of the first things that caught my attention when I was listening. I'm like, yo, this man is laughing everywhere, bro. I, I like, I kind of like it because it, it, it gives a certain vibe off. I, I, I enjoyed it. Days like this, okay? Yeah. 
Did you record that live? Because it, it does have that live essence. Like we're just going through. Yeah. So we, we recorded that whole album on Instagram live as well. So people got to witness it who were on live that day. They witnessed us record that entire project and we mixed it and everything and released it the very next day. So yeah, that is, that's actually fully live. I'm in the pergola wow. with my family and that all that energy is real. Like we're really outside and just there. Yeah, because you said your phone was dying. Like, for, yeah, for I had to I had to go put it on the charger between <laughs> songs. You know, I, I left and picked my daughter up from school and came back. And all of that is in the album. So that yeah. was a real moment. That's awesome. Man. That, see, that's something different. That That's genuinely something different. You don't see that often nowadays. It's it's very like for sure. and, and creative. Yeah, man. Speaking of something different, man, a lot of artists would not have been able to accomplish this. What inspired you to drop 10 projects in 12 months? Uh, man, is it 10 in 12 months? Or is it, I think it's like 12. Ooh, we had 12 now? <laughs> like or 13. Maybe, yeah, I think oh, it's like man. 12 or 13, but you're close. Man, um, but nothing specifically inspired me be beyond life. You know, I was just creating, uh, you know, life was moving fast and we were creating an abundance of music during the time. So it was just easy. It was flowing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I guess like did the did the Chance the Rapper co-sign or the Charlemagne co-sign or any of that stuff, did that help? I don't know, motivate you in any sense? Did it like give you a little bit more umph? You were like, you know what, man, I, I'm on track. Like, th does that, does it No, I, I mean, no? it's a cool thing, but no, I was, I was, we're, we're, I'm already in that space. I but it was you. definitely a cool moment. It, it didn't uh, push me any further or, or any, any more than I was already motivated. You know, it was a dope look. These are, these are two people who's already kind of been tapped in throughout the year. And like me mm -hmm. and Charlemagne has developed a really dope relationship. So it's like, you know, it's really like, two homies talking about what we're creating and doing that they've already spoken to me about prior. So it was just really dope to get that nod, you know, in front of the world as well. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's I mean, dope, man. Uh, I guess, I guess I'll follow up with that is like a lot of people saw the, the viral freestyle that yes. you know, went out, which was dope by the way, which was really, really cool. Um, which one is that? The breakfast, the breakfast club one, man. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. That was a moment. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you know in the moment that it was a moment? Like, did did you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we we knew before, you know, heading up. We were we were heading up in the elevator, and we knew. We we always know, you know, the LA leakers, uh, the fuck the industry one. We always know before that it's gonna be, you know, a moment. We we kind of you can just feel it, you know. Sometimes you feel it. It's like going into a big yeah. playoff game, and you just know I'm gonna drop fifty this game. You hey, know? Okay, well, it's crazy because you look at a lot of these viral moments, and people aren't able to like monetize it, or you can't find it on DSPs. But you were able to do it, which was like amazing. So Mom. many have viral moments, and they don't get a single dollar, nothing, not a dime. They don't get nothing but exposure and and, and applause. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you talked about playoff games. Let me tell you this. Your Lakers aren't going to be, uh, you know, doing too nice next year regardless. I'm just putting it out there. Just I'm not from L.A., bro. <laughs> I know, but but I'm pretty sure you said you were a Lakers fan, right? No. Oh, so you, Wait, so you a Warriors fan? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a Warriors fan. I, I don't really care much about anyone specifically, honestly. I'm, I'm a LaRussell fan. Hey. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. Oh, I like man. It. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, 
you know, a big part of uh, the good company is obviously the merch because you're one of the only artists. And I, I know that, but like, pay what you want. How is that? How is that process? Like what? I mean, I know that came about in a, in a different way, but like, you know, talk to us about that. What, what how'd, how'd that happen? Come on, man. We just, uh, I, I believe in inclusivity, you know, and making sure that everyone has an opportunity to support us in some way. And, um, that was the best way that I could do it. You know, I, I figured, you know, we will, sometimes we take losses on that end, but I feel like ultimately, you know, we, we win because if we got a million people in the world wearing our merch and our garments, you know, that's free marketing and we're making people happy at a price that doesn't kill them or rip their heads off. No one has to go into debt to support us. And, <laughs> you know, people don't have to beg anyone for money to support us. If you, if you yeah. got it, you know, we're, we're going to accept it and we're going to try to make it happen and get you right. I definitely respect that, man. How was it like creating music and getting to work with the legend, Eve Vordy? Like, what was that moment like for you? Man, it, it was beautiful, man. Water is an absolute legend out here and globally, you know, he's one of the mm. biggest rappers that, you know, everyone knows E-40 and uh, it was beautiful for us because I grew up on that. You know, E-40 is from Vallejo. He's an icon here and I grew up listening to him since I was in a car seat. I never imagined I'd, I'd be on a song with him, you know, one day. So that was just a dope, a dope moment. It felt like a passing of a torch, you know, a rite of passage mm. coming out of the bay. You have to get a 40 feature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully more uh, more passing of the torches will happen, man. But uh, let me let me say so we got like this segment where we just do quick hitters. Right. Just give us your quickest answer possible uh, to the questions that we're going to ask. All right. Cool. Okay. Let's go. Um, if you could pick any artist to collaborate with right now, who would it be? Drake. Of course. Nice. All right. <laughs> what are some of your biggest musical influences? Um, Tupac, Drake. Kendrick. Okay. Nice. Uh, what does LaRussell do in his spare time? Uh, play basketball, play tennis, skate, ride my bike. Okay. What motivates you in life? Uh, life. Mm, I like hey, that. Okay. All right. So this is, this is the No Good Podcast. So we got to ask you, what is something that everyone loves, but you don't? So essentially, what's no good to you? <laughs> I was about to knock someone's music. Um, um, uh, uh, the current state of hip hop. Okay. Guess okay. that would be the that's best that I could do. Yeah, okay, I got you. Wait, I I guess I mean that was the last question from our, from our quick hitter. So let me expand on that a little bit. What about the current state of hip hop? gets you you know pissed off what, what do you not enjoy um a lot of it sucks you know honestly you know i mean it doesn't suck you know it's all it's to each his own but it sucks mm -hmm. but it's just i don't, I don't know it's just it, 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 it it's not that great you know it's not a lot of shit that i hear lately that uh moves me and it's not just hip-hop it's uh you know i hear a lot throughout different genres a lot of subpar music but that's just not a lot going on in hip-hop in our genre that's like uh moving or that move that means something anymore you know we've had mm -hmm. eras where a lot of the shit that we was hearing had uh so much depth and so much substance and so much meaning you know we had uh an andre 3000 a nas a tupac a hove uh you know outcast all all you know in yeah. uh similar moment and right now we don't have that 
Mm-hmm. Like you can't name, you know, 10, 10 artists that's doing it right now that all have that, you know, at once that's like, yeah, this music is moving me. Like we had a hove and a DMX and a Nas and a Biggie and a pop all around a similar time. Yeah. So we were getting a Lauren Hill. We were getting so much substance and so much great music at once. And right now, who do we have? No one, really. I agree with you. I, right? Yeah. There, there's no one. That's kind of uh, depressing. Yeah. Very yeah. much so, yeah. You know? Well, I, I mean, like, I, where, do you, where do you go when you need, you know, substance or you need life advice or you need to really just find yourself? You go and listen to La Russell. That's what you do. Right? You sure either you do. do that or you got to go back to, you know, what we were hearing in the 90s and, and, and shit. And that's just kind of, uh, it sucks because there's a whole new generation who's just now finding hip hop and they're not finding the best of it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that that's definitely for sure. They're finding it like microwave raps or in very short clips. and it's, Right? Couple noodles, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Couple noodle raps, that's for sure. Oh, man. Well, Russell, just before we go, let our listeners know what you have going on. Tell us about Good Company. What can we support? What can we go out and do to support the whole brand and everything you're involved with? Man, we got a whole lot of shit going on. A lot of music coming, a lot of great community things coming. Uh, You can always donate to the company. And, you know, we always take donations and we do community brunches and we do backyard concerts and, you know, random shows. If you come to any of my shows, you can pay whatever you want. Like when we're in different cities, you know, we don't charge at the door. These are experiences that everyone can come and afford to experience and join us in. And, um, yeah, you know, check out the YouTube and we're always releasing shit and new content and just support wherever you can, however you can, you know. That's amazing. Making it affordable for every single person, man. I really appreciate that. But Russell, thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to sit with us today on the No Good Podcast. We really do appreciate it. Honored. I appreciate you guys. Awesome. Until next time, support us on No Good Podcast. We'll see you soon. Beautiful. Yeah. African nigga and a European whip Like we ain't come here on no European ship Fuck your opinion, shut your European lips Money and murder, that's that European mm. I know better, I just hold my tongue Niggas yelling out total while I'm on my run Happily wave back as I hold my gun Oh shit, I seen a lot of niggas die, they all look like me Know your rights get denied when you look like me Yeah, we both in different sides, but you look like me I come to man in the mirror, never look like me Unfamiliar, quite peculiar, do you know yourself? Are you tending to your garden, do you grow yourself? Are you living in the past, do you hold yourself? Accountable for all that's bad, like you owe yourself A new life, a new bitch, a new you Some new goals, some new hoes, a new crew You know them, you know us and them too You know who everybody is, but who you? I ain't tryna preach cause I hate that shit but I see niggas dying and I hate that shit Smiling all the time, I gotta fake that shit I hate 20 shots, why I make that shit? Sharing all this pain for the income I could gain Great granny was a slave, why would I ever cop a chain? Gave us band-aids like that could ever stop the pain Niggas used to hang for these songs that I sang Niggas used to die for these pictures that I post Niggas used to die trying to get a right to vote Liberty and life, they say we got a right to both but we ain't have rights since they drug us off that boat Took us from our land, then took our land from us Cost an arm and a leg, they really took our hand from us Threw us in them cages, taxed all our wages Taught us their religion, rewrote all the pages 
Been this way for ages, through us in amazes. Made it off them cotton fields, now we on the stages. Rapping about ass cheeks, we rapping about chains. Rapping about Benzes, we rapping about pains. Rapping about oppression, we rapping about pain. I'm rapping about all that, I gotta share the blame. They rapping on the contract, they rapping for some fame. They rapping in a slave deal, we clapping while they hang. Dance, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>